Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Gillian Gordon, owner of Spark Your Inner Light, a health and wellness coaching company that specializes in chronic pain and stress management. Fantastic. Gillian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you with your business today and who is it that you'd love to work with? Uh, so right now I am fully online. So I am seeing clients virtually um, from all over the country in the U.S. And I'd love to expand into all over the world. <laughs> um, yeah, my clients range from people who have autoimmune disorders um, all the way to back injuries, sports mm. injuries, all kinds of uh, chronic pain uh, issues. And I also, you know, work in general health and wellness around just stress management and trying to regulate. Nice. And what is it that, you know, when your clients come to you, what is it that you actually walk them through? How do you guide and help them? With chronic pain specifically, we work through a three-part series, really. The education component is so important. So Mm -hmm. understanding how pain actually works in the body, right? The neuroscience of pain, um, just that alone is actually proven, um, scientifically proven through research to improve pain is just knowing how it works. It's not this ethereal thing, right? So that's one component. Uh, The other component is the group coaching aspect. Uh, So I have cultivated um, a space where people um, are able to collaborate and, um, you know, work through their own unique challenges in a space where other people are also going through similar things, even though it might be different causes. um, Chronic pain can be a very isolating experience. Mm -hmm. So having that group um, cohesion is really important. And then the third is the individual coaching where I really help um, people navigate their own personal um, challenges, figure out what pain management tools work for them, how to incorporate it, a lot of experimenting, and yeah. also a lot of working through big emotions. Yeah. Yeah, because I know you chronic pain is such a crumbs as someone who's, who's dealt with back pain for so much of my life until I started to realize, oh, hold on. Think it's emotional. I think it's mental rather than actual physical thing. Now that's a whole area that we can get into another time. But it's that knowing 
I think it's that knowing that's that's the key part. So what is it about about just understanding something that makes such a difference? Because you said the literature says this plays a huge part. Mm-hmm. We, we've spoken about the, the placebo effect and then the placebo effect, just mm-hmm. tweaking this. Oh my gosh, it changes so much. So why is that so impactful? And how do you leverage that knowledge to be like the first, first thing that really helps? I think it gives people something concrete. Um, it gives someone a, a platform somewhere, somewhere to land and then build mm. from, um, you know, whenever something is happening to you and you don't understand it, you, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of yeah. fear. That's why a lot of people are so frustrated going years and years and years without a diagnosis. Mm. But, you know, even if you haven't reached the place where you've been able to find a diagnosis, a definitive diagnosis, um, you can still understand the way our nervous system works. You can still understand the mind body connection and how, um, you are in control. You know, you do have an ability to control so many things, like Mm. put aside the things you can't control. You know, if you were in an accident and you have nerve damage, there are a lot of things that you can't control in that situation, but focusing on the things that you can control the knowledge, you know, the mindset, doing all the things to stay healthy. Um, there are so many different tools, you know, that you can utilize, but having that sense of control, I think really comes from having an understanding of mm. what's happening in your body. Beautiful. Love that. So with that, let's talk about the first steps. So I think having that, that belief and that faith that, oh my gosh, there is, there's, there's hope. There is mm-hmm. something that can happen. Um, we can all be so ooh, taken off guard and just destroyed and, and go within ourselves with woe if is me. All these mm-hmm. things are happening. All the experts say this, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you educate someone to see that there's, is it education? Do people come to you ready for, I'm open, Let, let's, we've got to try something new. I need to work through this. Or is that they hear you, they understand you, be like, oh my gosh, there is the possibility. What's that like? You know, a lot of people come to me pretty desperate. Uh-huh. You know, they've tried all the things, they've done all the things. <laughs> um, chronic pain can be a really interesting place to navigate. And a lot of people are, are, are under the impression that, is this the thing that's going to fix me? You know, mm. they, you know, they want a, a magic, a magic bullet. Right. And when someone is ready to work with me, it's because they understand that it's a process, uh-huh. you know, and it's not a, it's not a magic cure. It's not a magic bullet. It's, it's an understanding. It's a deeper understanding of self. It's a deeper understanding of body and it's a willingness to open the door to possibilities um, and to really changing perspective, mm. you know, walking, walking through life, looking for a fix can be really challenging versus, versus a willingness to, um, look for something a little bit deeper, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the deeper it, it takes a bit longer. 
I mean, it doesn't have to and do. It probably takes longer trying to go for the magical fixes again and again and again and again and continue to search. Um, yeah. So as you, the business owner, you just said that your, your, your clients come to you and they're, they're, they're desperate and mm-hmm. they're at that kind of point. What is that like for you? Because you've built a business out of, you know, you love what you do. You love caring about the people. You're a helper at nature. But how, what is it like for you to, to hold on to, to have people come to you who are desperate? What is that like? Um, I've just cultivated the ability to hold space for that. And, you know, that's an okay place to be. That doesn't mean you have to be there forever. Um, but you know, when someone comes to me and they're desperate, it's, it is my job, um, to help them realize that it doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people, um, can take advantage of that space, you know, and there are a lot of quick fixes out there and things like that. And, it, and it's, it's my job to help them understand not only is that not what I do, <laughs> but it's, it's okay. It's okay. Wherever you are right now, it's okay. And so for me as a business owner, I really try to cultivate a safe space. I try to allow people to know that it's okay wherever they are. Um, and, you know, running my business on the back end and having all the things flooding my brain as far as solopreneurship goes and all of that, that has to, that has to be on the back burner that has to go away because being fully present with someone who is in such a, you know, a desperate space, or, you know, even if they're not desperate, they, they might just be frustrated, fed up, whatever the situation is, they're usually not coming to me because they're, um, satisfied, (laughs) right? They're looking for something. Um, They might not even know what that something is yet. And it's, and it's also, it's my job to figure out if I am a right, the right fit for them, you know, and we can hash that out together, but no matter where they are, whether they're a good fit for me or not, it's my job to come and meet them wherever they are. Mm. And obviously you behind the business to be able to sort of obviously create space that's what they need. you can't show up 50 percent and not pay attention and it's a different it's a different environment so what's it like for you personally as you are able to to manage yourself to release what you obviously take in on a daily basis um how is it for you as you navigate this because as you said as a solopreneur oh my gosh you get all, all the other jobs you've got every, you're wearing all the hats as you go through this and the fulfillment which is probably one of the the heaviest loads to to hold and then cleanse yourself from so what what is that like for you personally as you after you give so much of yourself um that has probably been the hardest part to navigate but over the years i've just really cultivated a lot of self-care you know Mm. practicing what i preach (laughs) um yeah, but you know, before I step in with a session, I take several moments to myself to center and just be, you know, come into myself so that I can be fully present. If I walk away from a particularly difficult session, I always give myself enough buffer time to walk away, do some yoga if I need to, do some breathing. Um, I do a lot of yoga. <laughs> that is like my saving grace. Um, I'm also, I'm a yoga teacher as well. And I do incorporate that a little bit in, into my coaching. Um, but my personal practice is very important to me. 
um, it's what keeps me attached to this earth <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it tethers me. So what, what is your go-to? I mean, you, you said you do yoga a lot. It, what is your actual go between sessions? Say you've got five minutes between some two very different situations. It might be two different calls. It might be um, work and then personal. Mm-hmm. What would you do in that time to be able to give yourself that ability to top up, to refresh, to change the um, to change gear? Yeah, if if I have two minutes, <laughs> I will stay right in this chair. Um, I will place one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly, both feet on the ground, close my eyes, and just do deep belly breaths. Um, I won't, you know, count or anything like that. I'll just allow my body to breathe deeply and just come into myself. Um, that has that exercise right there is something that I, I take with me everywhere. You know, your breath is with you always. So hopefully <laughs> I was say, you can't leave that behind me. Oh shit. That's yeah. in the office. I've, I've, I've yeah, forgotten exactly. the mat. These are things that no matter where you are, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing to have that, you know, there are there are things, there are tools, there are tactics that this is the where the forgiveness comes in and the, the knowledge we've had all along. But oh my gosh, we haven't been able to leverage or use or even know it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people who, you know, when I when I try to just introduce them to breathing, they get they get very in their head. They're like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to count. I don't know. I get so lost. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? And so starting off super simple, literally just breathing Mm. and just paying attention to that. You don't need to count. You don't need to do anything. Just sit there and breathe and notice for two minutes and make that your starting point. And, you know, that's where I had to start. And now, you know, if I have time and, you know, I have maybe 10 or 15 minutes between calls, I'll do, you know, maybe a four part breathing, or I'll throw in some butterfly taps that really, really gets into a deeper level of regulation. Mm. But those things can be a little complicated when you're first starting. Cause you're like, am I breathing right? Am I counting right? Shoot. Am I on the inhale or the exhale? Am I supposed to be holding in or out, you know? And it's like, just don't overwhelm yourself. Just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, I think it's one of the best bit of advice I got from my, my personal trainer years and years ago rather than do the best perfect exercise for the right muscles sometimes it's just a case of just fucking doing something is better than nothing just doing something maybe after sort of rehab it doesn't have to be so focused it's anything is better just do it just do it you'll work towards that we are it is building a muscle it is building yeah. the the habits it is building the the mindset around this and there's racing thoughts of i'm doing it wrong it's not working it's on me Mm-hmm. And all we want to do is run, escape, quit, go back to comfort, go back to all, oh, not comfort, avoidance. Oh, yeah, that's the one. So, doom scroll. <laughs> <laughs> back onto the doom scroll because you're safe yep. in there, right? Yeah. Oh, and the dopamine flows endlessly. Absolutely. Wowzers. Absolutely. Um, okay. Put us back onto the, the business owner journey for you because. You mentioned that, you know, with, with your clients, with the breast work, it's so easy to get in, in your head. Where, as a solopreneur, as you're, you're evolving and growing your business, where do you get into your own head? Oh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, 
placing my, you know, my value and my self-worth on whether or not I have clients on whether or not those clients are doing well Mm. on, you know, if I put a lot of energy into a blog and it just didn't land, you know, it's really hard to not take that personally because you're like, but that's a little piece of me, right? It's like a little, it is, it's a little piece of you. And you're like here, right? (laughs) Do you like it? (laughs) And then everybody's like, eh, didn't land. And you're like, okay. So you kind of have to like, you know, uh, detach yourself from the outcome, right? As they say, and man, that's tough, you know? Yeah, logically, (laughs) we all know this, but in the moment, oh my gosh, it is, it can be so tough. So on that, on this, as we call it, the the choose your own adventure. So if this happens, you know, you're not getting the the validation or you haven't got the response from something, the marketing campaign, a post or whatever it might be, you can either, okay, go again, go different, go bigger, tweak. Oh, cool. Another way of it not working, more information, or it's, oh, I don't think I've got the energy to do that again. I've got to then, it feels like it's like a second level. You're having a heavier weight, but then you've got to go again. Which which route do you naturally find yourself going down, whether you take it or not? Where's, where are you invited? Oh, I keep going. (laughs) I take my hit and keep on trucking, Um, you know, and I I feel like your ego eventually ends up, you know, at the beginning, it's pretty battered and bruised and it'll, it'll, it'll take some pretty heavy hits. But personally, I've just, I've never had a quitting bone in my body. Mm. So you know, and if, and if something doesn't work out for me, it's just an opportunity to pivot, right? It's an opportunity to create something even better. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and that's, that just comes with life lessons, <laughs> mm. you know, every time something hasn't worked out, it without fail, almost always has, you know, created something even better than I could have ever even imagined. So, you know, once you go through so many, you know, rough periods in life, you definitely get the sense that, well, it maybe not is what I planned, (laughs) but something bigger and better is definitely going to come from this. Yeah. That shift of perception to the opportunity to Mm -hmm. the positivity. I don't want to be all Pollyanna about this and you know what, everything's rosy, everything's perfect. There is positives for everything. There is a, what did, what did I escape with that 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 client or that situation not happening? What did that open up? Um, and it's sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to see that. I mean, crumbs in your line of work, you must be the situations that your clients are in is I don't want to think that I caused this. Maybe I didn't cause this, but you're telling me I need to think positive about this. This is God's will. This is the way that it should be. Whatever you want to say there are there is some beauty in this it doesn't have to be fair there's no such thing as fair yeah. it's what you use going forward that i think is and we could take this into personal into health into business oh my gosh situations are everywhere so. <laughs> yeah it's you know you, you you touched a little bit on acceptance and um you know acceptance is I think the polar opposite to toxic positivity. Um, 
when you go into a space of acceptance and you're, you know, saying, okay, this is what's happening, but I, I am choosing to still see, like you said, the beauty, right? Um, that's, that's really where the juice is. Mm. Uh, you, you're in control of your perspective. You don't have to like the situation. You don't, you do not have to like it in order to accept it. You can hate it and still accept it and still look at what can I control? Where, where can I go from here? That is in a direction that is fulfilling, healthy, I don't even want to use the word positive because that has, you know, so much, it's such a charged word, mm. uh, you know, because, you know, just, just think positive, right. Or it's all in your head. If you would, if you would just think positive, it's like telling someone with, you know, clinical depression, well, have you just tried to not be sad? It's like, well, <laughs> just think that, right. It doesn't, right. I think that the, the principle that I want to sort of bring in there is that one aspect that we teach within Unforget Yourself, there's no such thing as good or bad, mm -hmm. all just information. Now, remove, change good or bad, positive, negative. Yes, words matter. Sometimes I get on my high horse about just say the words. It's okay to say, I want something. But if you say want, it means you don't have, and you're telling the universe, no, sometimes fuck it. It's okay. Sometimes it's okay <laughs> to say the right words, okay? <laughs> but that good, the bad, the positive, the negative, it's, yeah. If it's, if it's just information and we can move ourselves out of this realm into away from the emotion, yeah, it's how we coach other people. In yeah. our situation, oh my God, we're in our heads and we can feel it. Someone else with the same problem, oh my gosh, here's what you do. Oh, right. It's so easy. Right. So there's something beautiful in, in, in that, being able to see the information away from right. good or bad. Coming, coming in from a perspective of um, not is this positive or negative, but is this healthy or unhealthy? Is this mm. helpful or unhelpful? Right. So, and sometimes, sometimes sitting in those, um, you know, negative emotions can be helpful because you just got to move through them, you know, and you got to make space for them. You can't just shove them down. So, yeah. There you are. Now you're back to avoiding again. Oh my gosh. It's so yeah. like, I don't feel that. And again, here's, here's where, where I, there's, there's a battle of, of the woo and the science. There's a battle of, what it is that we, we should be doing because it can be mis, misinterpreted to don't say or think negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And whilst with the law of attraction, with the way our frequency works, absolute, there is a, there is a place for that, but also mm -hmm. to acknowledge that, yeah, this is a situation. Yeah, that did happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am thinking this. I don't want to manifest it. I want to acknowledge it and then move through. So there is a nuance to that, which mm -hmm. sometimes it takes a while to, to understand. Um, sometimes I get so deep in that. Love it. Anyway, bring it back to you. I'll, there's a question for you <laughs> in here somewhere. <laughs> you can't use this example of the, you know, the, the positivity versus um, acceptance, but I, I think that with your line of work and how you help people, um, what lessons have you learned from the work that you do with your clients? that you've actually brought into yourself as a business owner to be able to function, manage, grow as, as the entrepreneur? Um, boundaries. <laughs> Definitely holding boundaries. Um, I have had some absolutely amazing clients, uh -huh. but my, you know, 
people pleasing and my perfectionism and my just helping nature, you know, I want to give and give and give and give and give. And it's not, it's, it's, and it's definitely not that anyone was taking advantage of me. It's that that's what I was offering. So of course they're going to take it. Right. And I'm, I never set those boundaries, um, in the beginning and, Mm. you know, over the years I have definitely found, um, contracts are very important. <laughs> and, you know, cause you can always, a lot of people get so caught up in, um, oh, I don't, I don't want to scare anybody off. And it's like, no, it's there for everyone because yeah. if, you know, you know, it's, it's there for the client and you, um, as the business owner. And so when you're, you know, in a in a sticky situation, if you have a good solid contract, you can just point to that and say, Hey, this is the agreement. Whereas if there's just like a verbal or it's a little wishy-washy or, you know, you have like a cancellation policy and you're, you don't, you know, want to uphold it. You have something outside of you. You don't have to rely on yourself to have mm. that, you know, those solid boundaries. So definitely. Well, were, that's the same <laughs> thing as removing yourself from the emotion, from the no such thing as good or bad. With that, it's rather than getting swept up in, in the situation, which, oh my gosh, it's so easy to do it's hold on here's this Mm -hmm. it's external it's different there's there's a sort of freeing energy about it yes yes and I didn't believe in that at first (laughs) from scarcity Um, I would guess yes absolutely from a scarcity mindset for sure for sure and um you know, just through my own personal work and I work with a coach (laughs) and, you know, I have my own coaches. And, um, so just working through some of that and getting some really good advice from other, you know, business owners who have been in the game longer than I have, um, you know, really heeding their advice and, Mm. and taking to heart the things that they've told me and hearing their stories has been really helpful for me. So, you know, that's my offering, to you and everyone listening, um, get a contract, have external things, hold your boundaries. It's going to be uncomfortable at first, but man, in that first situation where you can just point to that, it does, it feels like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm, absolutely. And just sort of time this back in, especially with what you just mentioned there, the having the right people around you, the community, again, that's what you're creating, what you're curating in the, in your business with the group, with the being around helping other people see that they're not alone. So mm-hmm. look at what you need and what what's helping you as the business owner is the same principles, maybe slightly differently, but the principles are still there with what it is you're doing. So you can see the alignment. I think it makes it <laughs> maybe easier for, for us all to see where are, where are we falling short? Where do we need help? Mm-hmm. Chances are, we do it elsewhere on a different aspect or a different level, but it is there. So that's what's so fun about this inner work. You can mm-hmm. see it when you're not too close to it, of course. Of course. Absolutely. Seeing the forest through the trees. <laughs> awesome. Julian, look, thank you so, so much for being with us today, for sharing what it is you do and oh, behind the scenes of what it's like for you with the weight of the love of the work that you do. Um, it's beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Look, if you want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? 
Uh, you can find me at sparkyourinnerlight.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at sparkyourinnerlight. Um, I'm pretty active on social media, mostly Instagram. I offer a ton of tips and advice for health and wellness and chronic pain. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, everyone go check that out. But again, Julian, thank you so much for, for being here today. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.